0: Hi, my name's Karen O'Connor and welcome to this episode of the Menopause, Marriage and Motherhood podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today I'm talking to Kiara Sharp. She's a professional success and mindset coach as a Proctor Gallagher consultant and specializes in energy healing, vibrational alignment, essential oils education, meditation and leadership development. She's also chief joy officer and co-founder of Joy in the Workplace. So, how are
1: you? Oh, great, sweetheart. Everything's great. What about you? Yeah, really good.
0: I've had an interesting day, I've got to say. I'm going to share this with you because this is enough space right now. So, I realized a long, long time ago that I'm John's barometer for action. John is an I'll do it at the very last minute kind of person. And if I don't, if I'm not, upset and anxious John won't do anything so yeah he kind of gauges how close his back is to the wall by just how stressed out I am and I realized that a very long time ago the last couple of years that 18 months in particular have been really really difficult financially and with the businesses and everything and I've tried to just not get worked up about it because he's doing his best and I'm not going to make him wrong for not doing his best. And, and then I can't remember how it came up this morning, but I have a conversation every morning with a friend of mine and I said, I feel like my life is flatlining because I'm doing the whole calm and peaceful thing, but I really don't feel like I'm being me. That's yeah. not who I am. Mm. I am really loud, and I do kind of live life on the extreme emotionally. You know, I'm up and down. And I'm all over the place, and it's interesting. There's a few other things. I'm giving you a really short version here because there's yeah. an awful lot more to it. Yep. But it's really interesting that I, I had a conversation with John about it, and he went straight into, well, enlightened and transformed is all about being at peace and coming from a space of love. And I said, but it doesn't mean that I'm not coming from a space of love. It just means that I'm free to express myself because right now I don't feel like I'm free to express myself. And so he made a a point about yelling at the kids. And like, he had to go off to a phone call then. And then I had a conversation with Ryan and Ryan said, yeah, but mum, You yelled at us when you'd already explained it to us. We hadn't listened. We were doing it wrong and you needed to get your point across really quickly. And that was when you yelled. And we knew at that point that we needed to shut up and just do as we were told because you didn't just yell straight off. There was always a reason for it and there was always a build up to it. So Mm. there wasn't just the the random yelling, but the yelling has always really stressed John out. So anyway, what I'm coming to is that I really don't like, I'm not in my power at all when I'm being calm and peaceful and just,
1: (laughs) I'm not you, Kiara. Karen, 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 this is beautiful. I love this, right? Because, (laughs) so here's the thing, and this is what I find with a lot of people that I talk to now, if you're open to it, I can help you with that. It's really a paradigm that you've got running around, if you're calm, I'm not powerful. That's just a paradigm. So I work with people around shifting their paradigms so that that's, just, that's, that's actually untrue. But that's how it's been showing up for you because your vibration is set at that. So you can find power in calmness, believe me. But it's yes. only because you've practised that vibration for so long that it seems set and then you get the same results over and over again you get the same kind of behavior well you get the same behavior from people around you over and over again because that's the paradigm you've got running what do you mean
0: when i do what
1: when you you have this paradigm that says you don't have power if you have if you're calm so you're going to have to yell
0: Yeah, kind of. No, that actually wasn't it. It was more like I don't feel like I'm experiencing life. Mm -hmm. I feel like my emotions are just flat, and there's no no variation in the emotions. And I'm not. And when I was talking to Ryan about it, because he's an actor, and he said, as actors, they do sort of physical exercise, mental exercise, but they also do emotional exercises Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they go, they experience the full range of emotion and that's what I'm not doing right now. I'm not experiencing things.
1: So you're, what I'm hearing is that you're lacking in, and I might be wrong, but what I'm hearing is that you are, how do I say this, you are not doing for you right now you're there's a little bit of lack in passion Mm, you're uh, off you off your path you're kind of doing for others and not for you yes and that's where you're feeling emotionless is that you're not actually you're not immersed in what it is that you love to do
0: yes that's actually exactly right it is trying to do the right thing I feel completely suppressed yeah. feel really suppressed.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Well, I'm Proctor Gallagher consultant now. So do you know Bob Proctor? I do know Bob Proctor. Okay. So he's my mentor. I'm a consultant with Proctor Gallagher Institute. So I teach the materials of Bob Proctor. So I do it through the Thinking into Results program, which is a six-month program through the Proctor Gallagher Institute. But what I really do full on right now are my two programs that I created and it's a blend of the materials of the Institute and it's a blend of everything else that I've done including the use of essential oils. So it includes meditation, mindset, teaching about the power of mindset and how to create a C-type goal but really what it is it's about teaching people how to change their thinking, how to change their paradigms so it was to raise their vibration to, to um, manifesting what it is that they want in life. And so my first program that I run is the High Vibe Living Masterclass and then the secondary, it's a little bit like, and it's funny that it's turned out this way, but it's, you know, the Landmark Forum and then the Advanced Course and then the Self-Expression Leadership Program. And so now for me it's my High Vibe Living Masterclass, which is a four-week online program. And it really sets people up powerfully to understand the power of the mind and how to create and fulfil on a C-type goal. Uh, I talk about the power of gratitude. I talk about, uh, you know, we, we experience meditation. I teach about the oils. A lot of people who come into my programs discover the power of the oils because of the other participants who are oilers. Because the oil's frequency go hand in hand with the frequency of the mind. So it's a beautiful complement and a powerful partner. Uh, So that's the High Vibe Living Masterclass and then the one following is the Self-Confidence Mastery Program, which is a seven-week online program, and that's absolute gold. I have people doing that time and time again. I've just finished, I'm just about to finish a program Uh, There are some participants who have done that two times over and they're jumping into the next one as well because they know the power of repetition and going through the materials again and doing more of the work and they get to create another goal depending on whether they're still fulfilling on the one that they created the program before or whatever. But it is so powerful and that's what I've discovered in working with Bob Proctor is his teachings are all about the power of repetitively studying material that works. And so every day I do the work, every day, you know, I, I practice gratitude, I focus and envision my goals. Uh, I teach this work which has me work further on myself uh, and I have the oils And so my third program is still in the making, but really there's also the Thinking Into Results program, which is the real, it's the Rolls Royce of the material that I teach through Bob Proctor. It's a six-month program which people then have access to for the rest of their life. And um, really what I get with this work is that as long as we understand the power of the mind and that it takes changing our thinking to change the vibration in the body that then determines the results that we get in life. And I don't know if you've seen the secret. Have you seen the secret? Oh yeah. So he was of course in the secret. And I remember seeing that many, many years ago and I was so aligned with it, all this whole thing about law of attraction. And when I talk to people, some people say, Oh, you know, I watched it, but it didn't really work for me. Like, you know, I, I thought I'd practice it, i think about what I want, but it never came. And what I've gotten through doing this work is that if it doesn't come, it's only because deep down we're holding this belief about ourselves that, yes, I do want that, but I don't really believe it's going to happen or I don't believe I'm worthy. And we don't even realise we're holding that. And we wonder why something we want doesn't manifest. But what it comes back to is really the number one law is the law of vibration. And then the secondary law is the law of attraction. And so it's about getting that, changing our thinking, getting emotionally involved with those thoughts, which then raise our vibration and bring about the opportunities, the people, the inspiration, it has us then rise our vibration to meet the vibration of that goal that desire that whatever you want it meets it and it has to happen so it's law of vibration and then law of attraction and boom that's that's how we get to powerfully create and it wasn't until I did this study with Bob Proctor that I really got that that's how it works which baffles me because I've been doing this work for so long. But I get that I've only been doing it to a point.
0: So you were really into Abraham Hicks for a while, weren't you? And I
1: still am. I still am. I still practice and teach the processes of Abraham Hicks. Uh, I do a lot of work with Bentinho Mazzaro. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's um, fantastic when it comes to these kinds of teachings as well. And then Bob Proctor came along because my business partner in the States and I, Cleona and I, we joined, uh, we formed the company Join the Workplace just over a year ago, actually. And we were looking at doing some kind of training in leadership so that we can take these programs into the workplace. So I started talking about Bob Proctor, and um, we discovered that. He has the Proctor Gallagher Institute and that he teaches leadership programs and he trains a program where um, it's a nine-month program where we can then become consultants of the work. So we both invested in that program uh, and that is where I really got to connect with the teachings, the materials that he's actually been doing and teaching for 60 years. And so he lives it. He's a walking, talking, breathing, living example of this material. And it's all based on Napoleon Hill's works, Think and Grow Rich, The Science of Getting Rich, and many other amazing books. So these teachings are, you know, hundreds of years old, but they still are golden in that the population, generally speaking, aren't accessing the faculties of their mind the way they could be. And so that's why we teach these materials now. It's, it, I talk about it every day. I've brought them, the teachings into my programs, as you know, as I mentioned. And, you know, my goodness, when I look back over the years and everything that I've done, including landmark education, which is a brilliant education, and then discovering these oils that are just God, God sent, and you know, vibrated a very high frequency. Just simply breathing in an oil and focusing on that goal, and then writing it down, it adds, it gives it power, it ups the ante on what you're doing, it heightens, it heightens the work. So every stepping stone has brought me to this place. And I'm always going to keep growing. Um, but for me, this work, this material is the work to do. Yeah.
0: When you were saying that you were starting with something with Cleona about bringing things into the workplace, what is it you were looking at bringing into the workplace? Why? Where did that come up from?
1: Joy, joy, joy. We were wanting to bring... Well she came to me and spoke with me about you know wanting to work with me. She of course knows what I do and she's you know started and run businesses before. You know she's really clued up in that area. She's an amazing businesswoman. And she has a beautiful heart. And we're very good friends and we thought we could meld our skills together, bring them together and and run programs in the workplace where we help them access joy in themselves so as to promote and bring about productivity and harmony in the workplace. And, you know, when we came across Bob Proctor and this material, um, we looked into it, we thought, wow, these, these programs would be perfect. And, you know, it's a great way of, you know, when you up your vibe, you feel more joy and harmony and you attract the results that you want. And so we found that this material, this training uh, would definitely do that in the workplace. Now, things have gone a little different, like we have done the program and it's had us move into what it is that we're each meant to do. She's now working with Bob Proctor in corporate and I am a consultant doing this work in the ways that I'm doing and we have other people that we've brought in to join the workplace and, you know, programs have been put together now based around these materials. So it's still a work in the making but we're doing the work at the same time. So we're flowing We're doing the work. It doesn't look like what we thought it would look like. Um, It's not what we thought it would look like, but it's perfect. Like we couldn't have asked for more. And as it turns out, life has brought me back to Australia Um, and everything's really rocking. Everything's really great and we're both able to do what we do best from where we are and everything's expanding. So, yeah, that's, that's where it started.
0: So there's a couple of things we need to cover. There's two things that, that we haven't actually... We've kind of left people hanging about this. One is back in Australia, what does that mean? And the second one is we need to talk about the oils mm. because we need to get clear on what that is to kind of fill that in and how you came about all that. Okay,
1: so New York first.
0: Let's do New York first. Right. So, well, your background, because you grew up in Melbourne, didn't you, in Victoria and mm. Australia. What's brought you here? So
1: my, wow, my career <laughs> <laughs> just Sorry, my career. just really dumped like that stuff. one on you. <laughs> it's all good. It's all beautiful. Um, okay, so I am, my background is, is in energetic healing. So I, leading up to the age of 30, I was very, very interested in all things esoteric and trying to find my way, and knew on some level that that was my path to do that, to teach that, but I wasn't sure what. And so I came across, you know, massage, I came across Reiki, spiritual healing. I was living in Sydney at the time, and I fast fell in love with Reiki. So I and then kinesiology. So I've, I've done a whole lot of healing training um, massage, kinesiology, hypnotherapy, but Reiki and energetic healing was my thing. And so I started to practice that and then started to find my way to a blog talk radio show where I was interviewing therapist the blog talk radio show was called awakenings for life that was my radio show and I would just you know talk to people about their life their passions Um, and that was back in 2010 and I interviewed a woman from San Diego now prior to that of course you and I met doing landmark education and I'm married to a man who's very much about self-development so we We found each other in in 2003, came together in 2006. Uh, You know Daniel, of course. And um, together we've grown and we are continuously growing. And so in 2010 I had this blog talk radio show. I interviewed a woman from San Diego who is a massage therapist. She still is. And she was talking about Young Living Essential Oils. And every time she mentioned the name, my body went right off like my it was like I recognized the name on a deep cellular level and I said to her I must find out about these oils because I keep you know every time you say the name I resonate really strongly and she said to me well with what you do with your Reiki and all the work that you do you should find out about them because they're the highest frequency oils on the planet. And so that was it. That was all I needed to know. That radio show was on a Friday. The very next morning, Daniel and I walked across the road to the local primary school market where they had their markets every first Saturday of the month and we would go every month. We walked across the road, walked through, and there was a stall there with young living essential oils across the top. And I'd never seen the stall there before. I pretty much looked at the woman and said, I need to talk to you. And it was the second ever time she'd been there. So there it was the day before I put it out there. And given that I'm the author of a book that talks about the importance of, you know, seeing the signs, following the guidance, you know, I'm big on following the guidance. So I met with her the week after She talked to me about these oils and I, you know, became a wholesale member with her immediately. And I started to use them in my Reiki sessions and they took Reiki healing to a whole other level for my clients. They really deepened the work. And before long, um, my members wanted, my clients, sorry, wanted these oils for themselves. So they became my members and as you know, it's it's a network marketing company, Young Living, so you have the ability to create an income through sharing. So I was doing that; I was creating an income before I really was intentionally growing a business. Um, but Young Living's very generous, and so is the whole network marketing concept. It's all about sharing with others what you know works, and you get an opportunity to create an income. So these oils were speaking for themselves and um, fast forward to 2015, um, I'd been travelling to the States for the Young Living Convention every year since 2013, though I was growing a business for two years prior and sharing the oils. Uh, My husband and I thought, you know, we should see if we can just, you know, create an opportunity to live in the States. You know, we always we, we always think big. Um, we see ourselves as global citizens. So as soon as we put that out there, an opportunity came up in New York. He's an incredible teacher and, um, you know, presenter on leadership. So this job came up in New York where they were looking for consultants to work in schools with the teachers. So uh, that came up in the July of 2015, by October, We'd sold everything up, he moved, and then I met him over there. So since November 2015 until March 2020, we've been living in New York and it's been an absolutely amazing ride. We have expanded our network, friends, oily family. If it weren't for being in New York... I wouldn't have joined the workplace with Cleona. Um, there's so many wonderful things. Dan's expanded his sphere, his sphere of influence as a teacher and as a speaker. Um, he's a John C. Maxwell certified coach. And, you know, all these opportunities came out of us moving to New York and we're so grateful. And I came back in February this year to attend the Young Living Convention, which I'll... I'll move into talking about the oils a little more now but I came back this year as I've come back every year and attended the symposium on the Gold Coast with my team and I was due to go back to New New York March 16, no March 19 and then Daniel calls me March 16 and says the schools have closed down, there's no work for me here, should you come back or should I come back to Australia and and he'd already made up his decision. He just needed my confirmation. And I just, every part of my being just knew, even though I wasn't sure what was ahead, I just thought, no, you need to come home. I'll cancel my flight. You need to come back here. We need to be here. So I have never, hadn't, so I haven't returned to New York. He came here. Um, we isolated together for a while because he had to be in isolation. He was fine. It was just the process of going through isolation But, you know, we couldn't have asked for anything better. We lived in his mum's caravan on beautiful farmland for two weeks. And, you know, we've just been finding our way here, settling down. Um, We're moving into a little unit next week soon for the next chapter. We'll see what happens after that. But, um, you know, we've just slowly closed everything down in New York. And it is the right decision. I've been through spaces around that, of course. But again, I just do the work that I teach. I do it for myself and know that I'm in the right place. And I, you know, really work with keeping my vibration high so that I can keep the, the next logical step, the divine step, coming up like I, so that I can keep moving forward in the most divine way. And so the oils... I don't know what I would do without the oils. They have supported us no end. And more and more people are discovering them because of this whole COVID thing. People are discovering that there's something more to life. And anyone who knows me knows that I'm always sharing about them, their frequency the difference they can make to ourselves and our families simply by diffusing them. You know, my husband often says, Dan will tell you himself that when you buy a box of oils, which is the premium starter kit from Young Living, you're buying more than just a box of oils and you never know what's going to come of it. Like, you know, you start, you start with a kit, you diffuse them, like I'm diffusing right now, but what a ride. Everyone that's ever come in and joined our team, I, I can only speak on behalf of my team, though I know it's happening across the world for many, they discover the true power of these oils and that they're transformational. And given it's a, it's a network marketing thing, you know, there are ranks that you achieved. I and my team achieved gold on the weekend and it's been, you know, so rewarding because for me to get there, My team leaders also have raised rank and we're making a bigger difference in the world. You know, the more we succeed, the more I know that there are more families being impacted by these oils. And so they're they're just God-given oils. They're high vibrational. They work on us, on our family. And, and like I said, in my mindset programs, they just bring more power to anything that you do, really.
0: So you were saying that they are the most high vibrational oils on earth. Why are they better? Because I know there's a few other oil companies, you know, doTERRA is another network marketing one, and then all the oils you'll see at the health food stores or dust, that kind of thing. What's the difference between Young Living and the other ones?
1: Mm. So, Young Living have been uh, around for over twenty-five years. They have a seed-to-seal quality assurance. No other essential oil company does that. Gary Young passed away a couple of years ago. He's the founder of the company. He was and is, and his his wife and his sons now who are who remain all of Young Living corporate. They are dedicated to making sure that their members get the highest, most pure, highest frequency, most pure oils on the planet. And what makes them that way is their testing procedures. You know, some people come to me and they say, yeah, but they're so expensive. And I say, well, you just need to know what goes into your oils. Like this is the thing. When I started using these oils, First of all, I resonated to them. So this is what I say to people. When you discover Young Living, it means the oils have called to you. It means you're ready for the frequency of these oils. I truly believe that when you're ready, the oils find you, these oils. And their frequency, their purity, their potency is all because of the love that Gary Young had for people, for his family, for people. He wanted to make sure that whatever, you know, um, say, I've just got one here. So lavender is an all-time favourite. And people pretty much know what lavender is no matter what brand you've used. But when I first smelt lavender with Young Living, it was like I had never smelt it before. And that's because... It's pure essential oil. When you buy a bottle of our oils, you know that from the soil that's chosen to plant the plants, to harvesting, to distillation, to bottling, it's tested six times over rigorously to make sure that there's no chemicals. And, in fact, the soil on the farms that we have worldwide and on our sister farms they're tested and made sure that they've been chem- the soil's been chemical-free for 10 years or more before Young Living do any work on that soil. So it's really important to me, and I must have known in the beginning that this was important because I went researching thoroughly before I started using the oils to the extent that I did and started sharing about the oils. And I've been to their farms, Mona Farm, Utah, every year since, for six years. Planted plants. I can see the work that goes into the distillation process. That's what makes me know that Young Living is the, really the mothership of essential oils. And I truly believe, and, and Gary's often said it, but I truly believe that other essential oil companies out there model themselves On Young Living. Now, you know, everyone, every company has their place. And so I know Young Living. I found Young Living. Young Living is the company I believe in and work with. And I truly believe that when someone chooses a company, they need to test the oils for themselves, they need to see what they resonate with. Now, the health food store oils and other oils that you buy on Amazon, you really want to be careful what you're looking at, what you're buying, just research what goes into them and how they're made because a lot of the cheaper oils have synthetics and fillers in them so that they can charge less and they have very little therapeutic-grade constituents. You know, it's, they smell good, but there's no real therapeutic benefits in a lot of them. Now, some of them might be good, but all I say to people is research. Research before you choose and go with whatever you resonate with. That's my belief, that you really got to do your research. Anything you put on your body, you know, the skin is the largest organ on the body. So you want to make sure that you're not putting chemicals and petrochemicals on them. And, and I've come to learn that and the goodness of that since joining Young Living. So I just say do your research before you choose that's that's my suggestion. Going back another couple
0: of steps up to the age of 30 or beyond the age of 30 you were doing reiki. Mm. Explain what reiki is.
1: So reiki is a Japanese healing modality where I bring the energy to and through me out of my hands and I'm able to feel for the imbalances. In people and send the energy through to unblock any blocks that are there in the body. So, I help to balance blockages, I help to balance the chakras. The chakras are the energy systems, energy centers in the body. And so, Reiki does that. It, it comes to and through you and it helps unblock energy. It leaves you feeling like you've had a massage, but it's done on a deeper level than physical.
0: How did an Italian girl from Melbourne (laughs) discover Reiki?
1: Well, clearly Uh, it has nothing to do with nationality. I think it was just just in me. It was just in me to search for something more than what we are in the physical. I just, you know, my mum will often say that I was born hitting the ground running, you know, like it was like I had somewhere to get to. And I think I was just in search of something more. I just that something inside of me knew, something inside of me knew that there was more to us than what we are in the physical, and that we're here for greatness. My intuition was strong as a child. I lost track of that along the way. You know, you grow up, you you um, listen to people, to friends, whatever. But I found my way back, and I found my way back solidly just before I turned 30 when I was going to chiropractors all the time for bad backs, all the time. And one chiropractor said to me, this is when I was living in Sydney, one chiropractor said to me, and this is before I got into all this work, clearly the universe was trying to get me on track, and I was also known, this is another conversation, Karen, I was also known as Kerry. What? Uh, Oh, my gosh. Hang on. Okay, we need to cover that. Kerry. We will, we will, we will. So (laughs) I, okay, so I was before, up until the age of 30, I went through life known as Kerry, right, because when I was born I was named Kiara after my grandmother and mum in all her goodness and her love, just had everyone call me Kerry because it was easier to understand, okay? It was just easier to go by Kerry. So I went by the name of Kerry, which was great. I went through life, that's who I was, but I was born as Kiara. My soul name was Kiara. That was on my birth certificate. Now, I didn't realise anything about soul names and anything back then, but when I came to turning 29 to 30, My family, I was living in Sydney, my family had come up to Sydney to celebrate my 30th and I was at the time, for four months previously, I was suffering ear infections one after another after another. I was just dizzy the whole time. And uh, I had had grommets put in my ears, Um, I had lost some weight, but all the while I was trying to organise this 30th birthday To celebrate and uh, this one day mum and I jumped into a cab to go get some things for this party and I really wasn't well like when I think about it I just and I was sitting in the back and this beautiful do you believe in angels in human form do you believe that people come in to help you out every so often
0: absolutely
1: yeah this Russian taxi driver named Zorab was just one of these men for me He looked at me in the rearview mirror and he said to me, you're not well. And I said, no, I'm not. And he said, I know you don't know me. I'm a Russian taxi driver. He said, but I do numerology and I'd like to do your numerology. And so I had him drive us home. He parked the car. He came in for a cup of tea. Mum went in and made a cup of tea for us. And he said, do you have a pen and paper? And he started to write, what's your name? And I said, at the time, it was Kerry Louise Tino. Louise was my confirmation name. So that was my middle name. And he looked at He sat there and he looked at it. And he said, uh, I'm not getting anything from this. I said, what do you mean? And he said, I'm not getting any, I can't read you with this name. And I said, well, I don't understand. That's my name. And he said, no, no, no. What name were you born with? And I was arguing with him, right? I was arguing that Kerry was my name. And he went into the kitchen and he asked, mum, what, what name was your daughter given at birth? And she said, Kiara, but her name's Kerry. And he said, ah, oh, no, 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 no. She's not living by her sole name. So he comes back in and he, write, he crosses Kerry out. He writes Kiara in. He works it all out. And he said, no, this is, your name is Kiara Tino. And then he started to read it and he said, you are a healer. You are here to do great things in the world and you need to go back to Kiara. It's time to go back to Kiara." And I just looked at him and I thought, whoa. And even as he was speaking, even though moments before I was arguing with him, I couldn't help but feel like he was speaking the truth. And I said, well, what do I need to do? And he said, well, just um, knock Louise out. That has no bearing on your life. And you need to be Kerry Chiara Tino for 12 months and let let it come into your energy slowly or it will be too much of a shock to your life. I said, okay. He said, and here's the name of a kinesiologist who I want you to see for the next month, he'll help set you straight, but you need to be Kerry Chiaratino. And so that's exactly what I did. And then 12 months later, I went to see this kinesiologist. He had me know from the first session that all of my unwellness was emotionally based, and that's when I really got to see that energy plays a huge part in our lives, our emotions play a huge part, and our beliefs play a huge part and so he just asked me a couple of questions about my childhood I think for the first session I cried the entire session but that was the end that was the beginning of the end of my ear infections the grommets fell out of my ears they didn't need them anymore Um, I suddenly wasn't dizzy just from having that whole experience with Zorab and having my first session with the kinesiologist which had me fall in love with that modality, which is why I then studied it. And I even remember the kinesiologist saying, you know, you should be doing this. I I get an energy from you that tells me you need to be working with people like this. And that's where the name change happened. And I went back to Kiara. Now, Kerry is very foreign to me. And people say, do you regret living by that name? And I said, no, like, no, absolutely not. That was part of the fabric of my life, and it got me to where I was before I was 30, and I appreciate everything mum has done for me. So there was no nothing there around that. I needed to go through every experience, and ever since then, it's funny how many clients, female clients I've had since then who haven't wanted to live by their name, and I asked them, what were you born with, and it was different to the name that I know. And then I share my story with them and I've had several women change their names and go back to their birth name and their lives have transformed. So it's quite, you know, there's a lot in a name. And even if you're not born with it, I know people who have changed their names through their lifetime because they no longer resonate with that other name and they're drawn to another name. And it's important that they go with that. But that's how the name thing came about. So
0: how different was your life? What were you doing before you changed your name? So that point where you changed your name was basically the point where your entire life changed, wasn't it?
1: It did. It did indeed. Well, what was I doing before that? I was working in corporate. I was working for banks. I was always working in customer service, always. I love working with people. I love helping people. So I was always in that role. And then after I started doing my studies, I did become a massage therapist and a Reiki practitioner, but I was still doing other work at the same time. You know, I had to go through some growth at that stage around doing what I love and believing that I can create an income doing what I love. So, you know, my own healing process had to take place to be more of who I am and who I was in the world. So I was still doing other work, but it was always in customer service. And then I eventually became, you know, a full-time Reiki healer and a Reiki master. I still on and off went back to doing other work because I, I liked the, the interaction with people. But in the last... Five six years, I am. I've solidly been running my Young Living business, doing online coaching, and and now, of course, as a Proctor Gallagher consultant, doing the mindset programs. Um, and now, you know, my goodness, I've got an amazing community in my Young Living team where I get to support them, and you know, just building leaders is my thing. Building and lifting leaders in this business and helping people be all that they're meant to be through my programs and educating people on the oils. That's pretty much everything that I do and it's all tied into helping raise the vibration of people on the planet and also, you know, shifting consciousness on the planet. That's really my aim.
0: What you just said then about you weren't quite sure whether you could make enough money or make a living doing something that you love doing because that's something that I know you're passionate about and it's something that's intrinsic in the whole Young Living thing and in the Proctor Gallagher thing and everything else. That to me is the biggest problem I see for most people. They don't feel that they can do something they really enjoy And actually make a living or have a living or make money or anything. Yeah. And that's something you teach. So talk about that for me. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's so true. There are so many people in the world. Well, before I go on to that, there are a lot of people in the world who are doing what they love. You know, no matter what the work is, some people are genuinely doing what they love and kudos to them. Like that is fabulous. But there's a ton of people on the planet just going to work in day in, day out for the money so that they can support themselves and their families. And they're lacking joy. They're lacking passion. And what I do and who I'm starting, well, not starting, who I attract to the work that I do are people who are searching for more. They're searching for You know, what is it that I'm here to do? Some of my one-on-one sessions with people is helping people discover their calling, what they're here to do. And once you discover what you love to do and what you're here to do, you will always, always create financial remuneration around that. You'll always attract money into your life if you're doing what you love because you're raising your vibration around that. And as long as we're doing what we love, here's the thing, what I teach is raising people's sense of self image, their value for themselves. If you've raised your value in yourself, you can't help but attract those opportunities to you that will have you joyfully do what you love and attract the abundance and the wealth that you want for your life. So it all starts with the image we have of ourselves. And then allowing yourself to entertain the thoughts of what it is that you want. Like, what do you really want in life? And it's amazing how, you know, when some people have a session with me, sometimes it's hard for them to even think about that. They haven't thought, what do I want? But once they, you know, I I take them through a guided meditation and once they actually allow themselves to open up to the possibility of seeing what that is, then there's no turning back. So it's about discovering what it is that you want and then, you know, who are you for people and you start to see yourself as... Others see you and sometimes, you know, oftentimes we think we're supposed to be doing more for people but in actual fact we need to be doing more for ourselves and then we're going to be a bigger service to others. And so really coming back to what you mentioned, Karen, it's it's about getting that we can create all the joy and the abundance in life through doing what we love now i'm not saying go and you know quit the job that you've got and go find yourself some people do and that's great but my advice is do what you're doing joyfully right now and at the same time discover what it is that you want and get emotionally involved with the feeling of that and what happens is life will present to you opportunities whereby you can move into that direction but all the while enjoying what you're doing in the moment that's the key is to keep focused on what it is that you want keep feeling the feeling of it and that's how the that's how the law of attraction works if you're getting emotionally involved with the vibration of what it is that you want it has to happen. You have to start attracting those opportunities, that inspiration, those people to you that will help you fulfil on that.
0: I just looked at my watch and you know we've been talking for nearly an hour and there's hardly really anything yeah. I've got to cut from this. I love it. I love it. I love it. And what's going through my head like three or four times is this is pure
1: gold. I'm glad because I love it. I didn't even realise we we're talking for an hour. I can clearly talk for hours thank you so much love you bye bye thanks
0: for listening to this episode of the menopause marriage and motherhood podcast don't forget that all the links and information that we've spoken about in this podcast is available on the podcast page of my website thanks so much for listening i'm looking forward to talking to you again next time bye for now